0: Hello and welcome to Talk Social to Me. I'm your host Mackenzie, and today I am so excited to be talking to Crystal Witter of Small Business Mentor. We talk all about how to start your own digital business and best way to promote yourself online. She's the ultimate guru, as she has quickly raked in the followers over the past two years, and now teaches other digital businesses how to grow and monetize online. I really, really enjoyed this conversation. I myself learned so much about growing and monetizing yourself in the social media world so I really think you're going to enjoy this episode as much as I have so let's get right on into it so for those that don't know you who are you and can you kind of explain what you do and how you help people online
1: first thank you for having me and hi everyone my name is Crystal Woodser I am an entrepreneur so I may consider this you're an entrepreneur I have a number of businesses Outside of that, I am a full time content creator and I would say slash digital marketer. I specialize a lot in um, content marketing. Right now, I am also in law school, so something. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> exploring but um as it relates to my work online and how i help individuals i'm a small business mentor that's actually my handle on tiktok and and, uh sorry on instagram not to plug it or anything (laughs) please plug Uh, (laughs) but essentially i help um individuals start and launch their businesses online and even if they have a physical business, physical business, I help them to market their business more effectively and successfully. I've helped a number of clients, my mentees, that I would call them, just to make the relationship a little bit more personal. I've helped my mentees like increase their profits and increase their sales online. I consider myself an expert. I've been doing it for, wow, October, I guess the end of this month would be like an official one year of doing it full-time and essentially i showcase the tools that make you know business development and business creation easier so focusing on different areas of business the setup, the marketing and the growth of a business when i started my first business at 19 years old i didn't know what was going on it was just trial and error i made a lot of mistakes yep. so the gold right now is to use online tools and different platforms to help people not to make those mistakes and to help people thrive in the era of business, particularly online.
0: That's amazing. I can't even <laughs> imagine starting your own business at 19 and like trying to figure like the trials and errors of all of that. Because when I was 19, I was definitely not doing that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It comes in its pros and cons.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure it does. <laughs> So can you kind of share your journey of how you got started in the world of like digital content creation and online business? Like what inspired you to start that venture?
1: I've always had like social media platforms, I guess, you know, in the boom of like with the boom of Instagram, everybody was first interested in showcasing pictures and like, you know, fancy aestheticalities in places. So that was how I started back in maybe 2009. But I was not an influencer. I was not trying to help anybody do anything. I was just doing whatever regular person was doing, showing pretty pictures. But I think two years ago, during COVID, I was somewhat inspired to take that leap into exploring first, you know, how does a business operate online? And from there, I was still not... In the market I was still not trying to help anyone I was just figuring it out on my own but last year I would say officially was the beginning of my leap into digital marketing and becoming a full-time content creator prior to this I was working a corporate job and I had fun but at the same time I yearned for flexibility and I was at the stage where at 25 I wasn't sure if I was at the right place working a corporate job I I guess I was like everybody else trying to make money online and wanting that level of freedom so i started to build my tiktok account in april of 2022 and i just blew up i made content that resonated with my audience content that was very helpful just because i had like businesses right now i have like four businesses or have co-founded those businesses so i'll just sharing my experience like genuinely sharing how i run my businesses genuinely sharing the mistakes i've learned and the things i wish i knew differently and the resources that i wish i had when i just started and in doing so i built a community and from then different brands and yeah, companies in the entrepreneurship or a small business niche or digital entrepreneurship niche started reaching out to me to do pay co- paid collabs <laughs> and i was like what hold up is this a thing like i'm getting paid to talk about something i'm already talking about and to plug a company or to you know help other people do what i'm doing every day so from there i i, I was like wow the money I was making was so much more than what I was making at my corporate job. I thought, okay, I need to cut something out of my life. It's not TikTok. (laughs) So yeah, from those experiences, I decided to just quit my job and focus full time on content creation and has been one of the best decisions I've made. And now my aim or mandate has changed a little bit. I'm helping other people to also become content creators, to also monetize their skills and expertise Because everybody wants the freedom, you know what I mean? I'm not telling anybody to go quit their corporate jobs, but it's a great industry to be in. We have the resources now more than ever to make that leap or to, you know, feel things out a little bit. And I love what I do and it's rewarding. You know, I'm helping a lot of people right now. I have amassed over 120 Thousand and from there, I saw. I thought, okay, I could create another channel, and so I have another TikTok account, with my personal TikTok that talks about my travels and whatnot. <laughs> and I grew that to fifteen thousand in less than a month. You know, I've helped other clients go viral on TikTok. I've helped other clients monetize their platform. I've helped other clients start their own businesses and are thriving. So those are some of the things I enjoy, and like that's a little bit about my my journey and how I'm right here. No. Yeah.
0: That's incredible. Just like the think that you started this in last year and you already have 120,000 followers of people like just interested in what you're genuinely talking about. that's, inc- that's absolutely amazing. I find that because there's a lot of talk that people have that TikTok is really hard to grow on now. And that it like there's stagnation because there's now overpopulated content on the, the platform and just hearing you say, well, I grew this in a year and I also grew my other platform 50,000 in a month. That's huge. Like A lot of people I feel like will want to know, like, what did you do with your travel account that kind of helped you grow just in the past month?
1: The most important thing I've done, and just to clarify, so it's 15,000 and not
0: 50,000. Oh, <laughs> but that's still like yeah. incredible. That's amazing.
1: Yes. Thank you. The most important thing is to add value. You know, when I think about any niche, and in this case, we're using travel, for example, what I provide content that tells other people or helps other people find a problem to their solution in traveling. So I talk about the resources I've used in traveling. I talk about different hotels I've gone to because I know that's what people are looking for on social media. You know, so when I think about creating a, a new TikTok account, I always think, what value can I add? What can I help somebody to do? What problem am I trying to solve? And TikTok is not about, it's about you, but it's not about you for the most part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you are trying to help people solve a problem. The last, one of the last videos I created was about like just moving. I came from, well, I grew up in Jamaica. I'm Jamaican and I came to Canada in 2016 and I'm showing other people how to do the same thing because people want to go to school all over the world. You know what yeah. I mean? So providing value like that, this is the first step. Other than that, I think authenticity is also a big part of it. You can't always try to, you know, replicate a trend. You have to try and put your own personal touch to content creation we people want to see themselves reflected in you. So you have to be authentic. You have to show up as a real person. And I feel like that also attributed to, attributed to my the growth of my first page. You know, I always tell people, be yourself and just provide value because that's all people are looking for. It's funny, I was reading a post the other day and somebody referred to TikTok as the girl Google. Nobody <laughs> is...
0: <laughs> girl math, girl Google, you got it all. <laughs>
1: Exactly. So people are less focused on, you know, no shit on Google, but people are more so using TikTok rather as a search engine. And how you navigate that platform is how, how you grow. If you are looking for answers, you can be the person to provide those answers. You know, so that's how I look at social media and that's how I've grown. The other thing I try to do is to build a community it's not just a following to monetize i'm not selling anything on my travel page i'm just providing as much value on my other page though marketing business consulting business mentorship i incentivize from those pages so i guess keeping those three things in mind does help so one building a following just to backtrack meet authentic and providing value are just three of the core things in growing a tiktok account right now
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I know, like I said, it's a big question that a lot of people have when they're talking about it, just like online generally, or just all of our, like, like our customers, they're just like, we just don't understand. It feels like very stagnated at the moment. So that's Mm -hmm. a really good three important things for people to remember. Outside of that, what are some essential skills and knowledge that aspiring digital entrepreneurs could have before they start their business?
1: Good question. One is to understand the issue you're trying to solve. Because in its simplest form, creating digital business is providing a solution to a problem. I know Flick does that, you know, tremendously. People are struggling to, you know, write content for their videos. Here comes Flick with its, you know, AI assistant. And it helps you to come up with ideas to create content on. It's simple. What's a problem people are having and what can you create to address that problem? The other thing is, or the other issue that I find with most of my clients, social media is not, okay, post something and go viral immediately. Take away the virality and understand your own values, your own why. You know, so before starting a digital business, I normally tell people, why are you doing this? Is mm-hmm. the personal experience, you know, are you passionate about it? Because if you're not seeing results in the digital field, you want to give up. But if you're passionate about it, that will motivate you to continue regardless of you're seeing growth. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I have those moments, not all the videos I post go viral and that's fine with me because sometimes only 3,000 people need to see it. Sometimes <laughs> only 200, <laughs> you know, that's fine. Other times it could go to 100,000. Great. The other thing I would also tell people is to have a plan. Business, if you want to be serious about entrepreneurship in a digital space, have a business plan. I'm not talking about a 25-page business plan. I'm talking more so a one-page business plan that talks about the main components of business. What are your value propositions? So if you're coming up with an idea, you think about what makes your business digitally stand out from other people. You're going to want to talk, think about your, your audience. What does that person look like? You know, not just demographics, but what are the the issues that you're trying to solve for them? What do they need? And you also need to have a knowledge of, like, all the resources that will make your life easier. Yeah, I don't think people should just start a business thinking it's all just making money. Making money is a a perk. (laughs) Yeah, and it's very (laughs) important. But there are important steps that people oftentimes miss. People don't do a lot of research into their markets. People don't understand the issue that they're trying to solve. You know, with AI tools, if you, if you should go back to that, there are specific AI tools doing so much great things in the world right now. And I'm sure they wouldn't have developed that product if they didn't know the issue that they were trying to solve. You know, Absolutely. so research and having a business plan and just knowing your why really are some skills and knowledge I wouldn't recommend people to have before um, starting a business. There are also more... Um, You have to have patience and yeah, so much other, you know, soft (laughs) skills, but um, from a more technical standpoint and practical standpoint, I'll just recommend those three.
0: Yeah. You definitely need to know your target audience. I think that's so crucial when it comes to just opening up any business, not just digital, but any business at all. You need to know who are you targeting? What are their pain points? How are you helping them with those pain points? Because if you don't know that, then, you don't know who you're talking to and then your branding looks so messy and no, everybody's confused. Even you're confused. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly,
0: <laughs> I wish some of
1: my clients would understand that. Maybe if they heard from somebody else, they would understand. <laughs> just send them this
0: podcast after.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so true. And in the beginning, I must say, I had that problem showing up online when I just started. I was like, I was trying to be so many different things until i was like no i'm i'm even confused looking at my page because (laughs) one day i'll get up and i'll talk about motivation and then the other day i'll get up and talk about business it was just not reaching my target audience yeah and so like you have people who are just coming in but they won't stay on your platform because you're not solving their you're not talking about their pain points as you as you mentioned mackenzie so it's really important to just find your voice and not try to be everything to everyone you know so that's when we get confused. If you want to become a lifestyle, you know, content creator and talk about everything, you can do that. But it still takes strategy. You know, you're not going to be everything to to everyone. Yeah, especially for beginners. So for beginners, I would recommend you know choosing the right niche based on your passions, your skills, your exp- expertise and like things that you actually care about, you know. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So building a personal brand is super crucial usually when you're building a digital business. How did you establish and grow your own personal brand and what tips can you offer others to do the same?
1: Um, The first thing I did was starting to get laser focused on my niche, like what exactly I want to talk about. That really helped. Once I selected one main theme, I was able to find myself and then create a voice around being a business mentor and you know, an expert helping other people to launch and grow their businesses. Outside of that, I focused on my strengths and like I mentioned before, I didn't I learned earlier in my in my journey that I can't be everything to everyone. I don't talk about accounting. You know what I mean? And that's a yeah. <laughs> that's a key that's a key component of running a business. But I don't talk about it because I know I don't have the knowledge, and yes, I, I could probably find the knowledge, but it's not, a, it's not something I'm, I'm passionate about. Yeah. I stand yeah. out as well through my personality. What you see online is what you get in real life, outgoing, natural, and not trying to replicate other people's, you know, like showing up as your individual self is a, a very, very important part, about, part uh, or factor in creating a personal brand. And i tell people this all the time they wonder why do people reach out to you for brand partnerships i've never to be honest and this is not even bragging i've never reached out to a brand for a collab yet i have brand collabs that are paying for my rent for the rest of the year you know what i mean <laughs> so it, it's the personality how you show up the confidence you you create and you exude like when you know what you're talking about it shows when you're passionate about what you ta- you're talking about it shows and that that comes naturally for some people other times it doesn't come naturally, but that's also something you can always work on. So, my recommendation so far would be to focus on what other people, you know, in the real world, in your community, in your family, like about you like what makes people like you, what makes you likable, and that translates directly to your content. In building a personal brand as well, it's always important to. To identify a style, mm-hmm. so whenever anybody sees you on the for you page, they know. Okay, yeah. Without I ha- I don't have to scroll away because I know this is Crystal style. I know her face is centered in the in the, in her videos. She talks with her caption. She talks with her hands. She wears a cu- cool black and white cute glasses. <laughs> I'm not I'm not wearing them today, but like that's a pull factor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a pull factor. You know, I've seen other. Um, creators do it where they're wearing red lipstick or they're wearing red nails or they have like a nice haircut like the another creator who I've seen making like his impact on social on TikTok particularly is the nurse I think his name is Nurse John but he has a particular style that people like yeah he, you know so when I come up on people see the glasses and they know it's me and so sometimes you can mix that up with how you look and other times it can be how your content is is scripted. You know, So those are some of the things I would say helped me to grow and I would recommend people to look into when they're trying to build a, a brand. It might sound technical at first, but I'll also tell people to give yourself grace. It's interesting that you mentioned that people are finding growing on TikTok difficult right now but that's the reality. There are more people than there were a year ago. There's so yeah. much more people than there were, you know, two years ago. So don't pressure yourself. Once you've identified the main components in deciding a niche, the next thing you should start working on is your strategy. And oftentimes, it's difficult for people to find a niche. So find a niche first. What's something you're passionate about? What skills do you have? What makes you happy? And also, what can you get paid for? Because, on my TikTok account, I'm not talking about anything business-related that you can't get paid for. Sometimes I recommend, you know, different business styles. I'm not going to tell you something that's so outdated in, like, 2005 <laughs> that you should... Like, those recommendations I, I wouldn't get. And the other thing is, I must say, Mackenzie, in all honesty, you can use AI to help you. Yes, You can just go... Into Google or go use Flick and or use ChatGPT and see what their recommendations are. More chances than zero, you will find something that might align with you. So I would say, like becoming a content creator, becoming a digital business owner right now is easier than it was many years ago.
0: Absolutely, especially like you said, with AI, you can ask it questions, you can get recommendations you can actually let it scan your content and be like, okay, this is what I'm doing right now. What stuff is actually working for me and check your analytics, like see what people are actually resonating with. Because if you're not checking your analytics and you're not actually seeing what people are engaging with and creating, recreating that same content, you might be losing out on a lot of views and a lot of engagement from your audience.
1: That's a good point. And I've done this multiple times. I have two particular posts. I Repeat every every month, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I know those posts will bring in the followers, and it all, it works all the time. The same hook, same structure, same style, everything. Yeah. and that's a that's another important point in helping people to really identify what they should be focusing on. You know, once you analyze the analytics and see what content does people really resonate with. Because if you're creating content and people are not resonating with it, it does not make sense. You will not grow. That's just... (laughs) It's not a good way to to put it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So speaking of strategies, because we were talking about strategies just a little bit, what strategies have you found most successful for monetizing your digital content? So are there any specific platforms or models or techniques that you would recommend to beginners?
1: So... In creating value, the first thing I do is to treat my social media as a business, right? I'm attracting my target market, and I know that I'm addressing the pain point. Those two are really important. If you choose to offer like a, a service like consulting or you know uh, digital services, I've also created digital products I would recommend for the first maybe step is to find a problem and create a solution in the form of a digital product. Test that out to see if your audience resonates with it or if they are interested in it. Once Mm -hmm. you've sold through a few, then you'll gain the confidence to probably branch out and offering a service like consulting and those are just two ways to monetize there are more with TikTok. you can monetize through live streams you can also monetize through merchandising so if you're selling up a physical product you you monetize doing that but then the strategy behind targeting your ideal client is creating a post that directly speaks to the problem you're trying to solve and by creating that post i don't mean like Making a video totally unrelated to whatever you're selling, but put it in the caption. Oh, go check out my bio. to purchase this thing. The other thing is not to appear salesy. The psychology of like buying and selling. You want to try and sell or promote or market rather a solution. And it, like I keep saying, solution. But I hope it makes sense to you know the listeners that yes. this is the beginning of being able to monetize something that's worth money yeah <laughs> not
0: just like
1: you know oh another two like you mentioned tools i've used the stand store
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i actually have a link in my personal bio where you can get 14 days free if you use the stand store so with the stand store it's like an all-in-one digital store so you don't have to worry about creating a website you already have a website you just upload all your digital products there individuals who want to reach out to you for brand sponsorships can out to you there is is the only one I've used so far and it has been the most profitable I wake up I see money in my account that you know <laughs> that comes in from <laughs> social media and I'm happy so that's one resource the other strategy I've used is to talk about your offerings and your offerings again will highlight the problem you're trying to solve my twin brother I've helped him to create the strategy around his business. He has, we actually co-founded the business together. We have a company, a tour company in Jamaica and what we do, you know, with the same idea or the same strategy, identify the target, identify the target audience. So tourists, we're attracting tourists to our country and what are the pain points? They want to know the best places to go in Montego Bay. They want to know the best places to go in Kingston. We recommend that on our page. Beyond that, so there are different channels to secure a book or to monetize an account, right? So you have to ensure that that's, that's set. It's like a, what do they call it? The scientific word. I, the word is slipping me right now, but it's just multiple stages that brings the customer from awareness to actually purchasing the
0: product. Oh, the funnels? From like top of funnel to bottom of funnel?
1: Perfect. Well said. So when you think about the funnel, it, it all makes sense write a sales funnel is that we just create content, talk about the pain points and highlight one way in which the customer can reach out to, to us. When I review or do um, content audits or social media audits, most people are not putting in your bios, for example, a simple email on how brands could reach out to them for brand partnerships. You know, they only have nice emojis and stuff. Not that the emojis <laughs> are bad, but if we're going to look into, I'll just take a few seconds to talk about what makes or breaks a TikTok account or any social media account. It needs to have a call to action in the bio. How do you contact you? Do you want them to send a telegram, text, You know, <laughs> email? Then you're going to add your pain point. In my bio, for example, I say helping you to make money online, helping you to find the best destination in Jamaica, something of that sort. And then you're also going to put a name that relates to your niche in your name, whatever that is, on TikTok. So for me, I show up as Small Business Mentor. Whenever a video comes up off me on your For You page, you will not see my first name, which is Crystal. You'll see Small Business Mentor because immediately I want you to see what problem I'm trying to solve, so that you can it's interest to you. If it's yeah. if you don't want to start a business, scroll past. <laughs> That's an easy way to I to to, to rope in or to get your clients to notice you within three seconds.
0: Yeah, it's good SEO too. So when people are searching on either TikTok or if they're searching on Instagram, when they put social media business or business entrepreneurs or anything like that, you're going to be pulled up because you've got those keywords in your profile.
1: Perfect. Keywords, hashtags, captions are really important. They all you know make or break your social media.
0: Absolutely. So a lot of people struggle with the initial stages of content creation. So what advice do you have for people who are looking to produce really high quality content, but do it consistently?
1: One is to develop a content plan. When you're starting out, you might feel overwhelmed. And I can say this because I've felt that. Um, And simply a content plan is just like a calendar of content ideas that will help you to post consistently. I love the fact that you mentioned consistency because it's also one of the important areas in helping you to monetize because if you're not consistent it will be very difficult to grow. Outside of a content plan, you also need to have a strategy and that that, that strategy can be influenced by your analytics in order to one identify who is my target audience, what videos am I making so far is like which one of those videos is resonating. The other thing is, the other recommendation I would have for people who really want to take content creation seriously, but they are in their um, beginning stages, is to focus on providing value instead of going viral. Because when you're when you're not going viral consistently, you're going to feel demotivated. Some content creators are making content for years and they haven't gotten a uh, they haven't gotten to a hundred thousand followers. That does not mean that they're not monetizing. It's just different strategies. The other component that I would recommend is finding the tools that make your work easier. Artificial intelligence. I I plug flick. <laughs> not- <laughs> not- <laughs> For people who are listening, this one is not paid, okay? <laughs> <laughs> not paid. <laughs> yeah, with Flix integration, like I, I and this is one thing, because I don't want to appear perfect, so I'm going to tell you my, I, I want not say a red flag, but this is something I struggle with, and it's the post on multiple platforms.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if you have um, Flix Flet- that's doing, that for you, repurposing your content all on different platforms, you're good to go. So automatically, you you're alleviating your struggle. I would also say, it for beginners, is to focus on build. Even though I just mentioned, you know, having a tool that helps you to put, repurpose your content, it's also beneficial to perfect or aim to perfect one platform. This, yeah. this has worked for me. This has worked for my clients. I would highly recommend it. Find a platform that works for you or that you most prefer. Getting a strategy in place, post content consistently. You have to put out content in order for people to find you. I've had multiple conversations with my clients or mentees and I say, you want people to buy from you? They all say yes. And then I ask, you want to make money on social media, right? They all say yes. And then I said, but you're not showing up. If you're not showing up you're not going to be consistent. You're not going to be successful, rather. For the first few months of me doing, you know, content creation full-time, I was posting three and four times per day. I Thought. sat down and I, yeah, I created a plan, but it's, it's like how much money you want to get and how successful you want to get in anything requires obedience. It requires strategy. It requires determination. You know, so it's, if you want to get by fast, if you want to grow faster, you have to show up consistently because that way the algorithms will pick up your content and will start you, labeling you you as the social media guru, as the business mentor, as the, the go-to person for fashion or any of the niche areas. The other thing i recommend for beginner beginners is to, well, apart from the tools, is to also understand... Uh, understand the psychology of content creation. And I say psychology not to sound bright or anything, but <laughs> understanding sales is a really good skill to have.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially
1: if you want to try and sell something online, not everybody is a natural to go up and tell people, okay, why they should buy from me instead of another person. You know, it comes with a lot of knowledge and all these things you can learn on your own in one, in a, in a few minutes. Just go on ChatGPT or any AI platform and say, tell me, for example, let's say we're using a niche, like give me a niche, Mackenzie, and I'll try to... Oh,
0: goodness. Um, (laughs) Cupcake decorating.
1: Perfect. So (laughs) what I would do if I'm just starting out would be to go to ChatGPT and ask ChatGPT to... This would be my prompt. Act as a cupcake decorator or baker give me 20 or 30 content ideas for tiktok include hashtags include captions that's one part that's just step one yeah so if you if you're in this niche you would already have some ideas about what content to create based on whatever chat or any ai platform gives you you can tell chat what exactly you need most times i would say Make it more specific and engaging to millennials, to students, to stay-at-home moms, all those things. Again, what I've done right now is to introduce or show you practically how you can tie into, in your target audience to the type of content you're creating, right? If you want to stand out, and this is another tip that I recommend, just, you know, we talk about personal branding. You could ask ChatGPT after they give you, after it gives you all those content ideas, you could say, Thank you, ChatGbt. Now, give me the gaps in the industry mm. of you know baking like cupcakes or something. It yeah. will tell you something so identifying the gaps in the market will will even improve your brand a lot so that's just, we t- we talked about a lot of things today, and that would be like my recommendation for beginner entrepreneurs or content creators. practical advice
0: <laughs> yeah no that's incredible thank you so much that was like all the questions that i had and obviously you de- you detailed really well into them all so thank you so much so for people who want to go and find you how can people find you online on my tiktok
1: handles small business mentor on tiktok same thing for instagram and i think on instagram also it's sorry two underscores and then crystal
0: <laughs> crystal okay, <which> <laughs> I'll link all this in the show notes as well. (laughs) I hope that I definitely think this is going to be super helpful for people who are definitely like getting started, especially those who are in the digital product space, because I know a lot of people are trying to get into that space and have no idea how to even begin. So I think obviously following you, hopefully this conversation has helped them figure out the first initial steps. And I know as soon as they start following you, they'll get so much more information to help continue growing their business
1: perfect again like you know my last thing the last thing i would say is just keep going it's hard <laughs> it, it's hard but all the successful content creators the only thing that distinguishes them is that they kept going
0: absolutely well thank you so much for talking with me and i will talk to you all later next week thank you so much bye Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I did. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star review as it helps other people find us and we can help other people grow and monetize their online businesses and just grow on social media because that's what we love to do. Please, please, please give us a follow over on Instagram and TikTok and X and follow our Facebook page. All the links will be in the show notes, but we are at flick.social on most platforms. So go check that out. Also, go check out our YouTube channel. Ben has been making some very kick-ass videos recently, and there's one about hooks that is so funny and so good, and I think you need to check it out immediately. I will also link that in the show notes today. As ever, I will talk to you all next week. Goodbye.